Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I am Anthony Moore, and I am um, grateful for your presence on today, being a part of this prayer call. Thank you so very much. You're on the prayer call of Carolina Church, and um, we're grateful for your presence on today. I've been wrestling with this whole idea during this Lenten season, and especially in this season of our 21-day fast. I want to thank those of you who are pushing and pressing. We're almost to the end, and I want us to end strong in this fast. Um, For 21 days, we've been fasting. I've been dealing with this whole idea about our faith, our faith, struggling with faith. And today I want to continue my uh, discourse, my um, my teachings here on this whole idea around faith, around faith. The question that um, many of us are raising is um, how, how do I keep how do I keep faith in turbulent times? How do I keep faith when my um, Situations are bombarding me on every side, trying to trying to um, diminish and demolish the faith that I have in God. First Timothy chapter four. First Timothy chapter four, verses um, verse sixteen um, tells us to keep the faith. It says. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Um, that's what First Timothy four sixteen. It tells us to to watch our life and our doctrine closely, and to persevere in them. When Paul visited the the recently established churches in Asia Minor, his goal was to strengthen the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. Um, There are other passages in in the Bible that um, calls us and challenges us to keep the faith, like um, Hebrews 12 and 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Ephesians 6.13 also tells us to keep the faith. It says, take up the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand. The Bible gives us good advice on keeping the faith. But the Bible also gives us advice for how to do it. So keeping the faith requires remembering what brought us to faith in the first place. We need to be intentional about remembering God's grace in our lives. 
when you look at Hebrews um, 12 and that B clause of verse 1 all the way to verse 3, it says to us, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. My brothers and sisters, practically you all, this means for us to remember the wonderful gift of God's salvation and following the example of our Savior who endured the trials of this life. We have to fix our eyes, is what the scripture said. We got to fix our eyes on Jesus. Um, the, the Old Testament saints often demonstrated the importance of remembering, remembering, remembering. In order for us to keep the faith, keeping the faith requires remembering what brought us to faith in the first place. Um, in the Old Testament, y'all, they, those saints often demonstrated the importance of remembering. Israelites were instructed to set up memorials, and, and many of those Jewish feasts were designed to remember and celebrate God's deliverance. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 9, it says this, Be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them fade from your heart as long as you live. And then that same passage tells us, teach them to your children and to their children after them. In Psalm 103, verse 2, it tells us this, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. When we praise God, we remember his past goodness, and that makes it make it easier to keep trusting him now. So y'all, in order to keep the faith, keeping the faith requires remembering what brought us to faith in the first place. Not only that, keeping the faith requires a love of truth and a commitment to the Word of God. It requires a love of truth and a commitment to the love of God. In First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, it tells us, In the latter days, those who abandon the faith um, follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons to accept Another gospel is to fall into error. Um, uh, it's to fall into error. Paul exhorted Timothy to fight the battle well. He tells him to fight the battle well, holding on to the faith and a good conscience. Those who ignore that command, according to what Paul says, have suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. We've got, to, we've got to test the spirits to see whether they are from God. The spirit of truth will never lead us 
into untruth. So the way the Bible admonishes us on how to keep the faith, it tells us, one, keeping the faith requires remembering what brought us to faith in the first place. Two, keeping the faith requires a love of truth and a commitment to the word of God. But also keeping the faith involves growth in Christ. It involves growth in Christ. Jesus is the author of our faith. He's the one who initiated the relationship. And he is the perfecter of our faith. The one who will see it through till the end. From beginning to end, Jesus is the source of our faith. We remember what he has done and we look forward to what he will do. And practically, you all, this involves having an active prayer life, studying God's word, and digging into his truth. Here it is again. Keeping the faith requires remembering what brought us to faith in the first place. Keeping the faith requires the love of truth and a commitment to the word of God. But also keeping the faith involves growth in Christ. Jesus plays an important role in that one because he's the author of our faith. He is the perfecter of our faith. And he's the source of our faith. Keeping the faith is not all about keeping the faith, remembering what brought us to faith and um, requires a love of truth and a commitment to the word of God and involves growth in Christ. But also, as I close on this one, keeping the faith is also about community. The Christian life is not lived exclusively between God and you. No, 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 no. I, I, I need to say that again. Let me say that one more time. Y'all, our Christian journey is not lived exclusively between God and us. It is lived in community with other Christians. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 and 25, here's what it tells us. Let us, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promises is faithful, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. And the word day in that passage is capitalized, you all, indicating the day of his return. Um, I need you all to know this, that other believers can encourage us to keep the faith. Other believers can exhort us when we are going astray. Other believers can join in our gladness and in our sorrow. My brothers and sisters, those are some simple statements on how we can keep the faith. How we can keep the faith. And I wanted to share them with you on 
believing that it would help you as you attempt to, in fact, continue to move forth in what God is calling us to do. Allow me today to share with you our prayer list and ask you to join me in prayer. I want to pray today for Mara Harris, Sister Mara Harris. Sister Mara Harris is also um, she was hospitalized in doctor's hospital. She's also asking us to pray for her two aunts, uh, Mary Proctor, who's in hospice, and Catherine McKenzie, who's been diagnosed with um, stage 5 dementia. Praying for Sister Courtney Dozier, um, grandmother, Miss Patricia Private, Privet, P-R-I-V-O-T-T, who was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. Prayer request for Renee Dorsey, this is Kirk Moore's sister, currently undergoing chemo for breast cancer. We're praying um, for Sister Lee Robinson, who's recovering from surgery. Praying today for Sister Mary Davis and Deacon Evelyn Mack and Sister Martina Baxter. We're praying today for Sister Doretha Williams and Sister Edna Monroe. Um, praying for Associate Pastor Talia White, um, Sister Velda Jones, Marcella Balcom, we're praying, Brother Larry Thomas, who's healing from hip surgery, praying for Brother Levi and Sister Monique um, in the transitioning of their grandmother, Sister Gaylene Musgrove, uh, we're lifting her continually in prayer, Brother Michael Davis, who's recovering from eye surgery, um, we're praying today, um, for Deacon William Mann Henderson. He's a deacon at Gospel Ark Temple. We want to lift him in prayer that God would heal his body completely. He is 91, 92 years of age. We believe in God to heal him completely. Praying today for Sister Emma Oaks, who is the sister of Deacon William Mann Henderson. We're lifting those two in prayer, Ruth Ann Major, we're praying today. We're praying for Brother uh, Pastor Stephen Tucker and Reverend Harold Brinkley. We're continually lifting him and in prayer. Praying for Christy Thielen and um, Garen Thielen and UBS team. We're lifting those persons in prayer. We'll ask you all to you all would join me in prayer today in addition to those persons Lady Cynthia will be undergoing surgical procedure on tomorrow we want to lift our first lady in prayer if you would join me there and Sister Bessie Hayes Pastor Bessie Hayes we're lifting Pastor Bessie Hayes in prayer as she too will uh, undergo surgical procedure on next week we want to believe God that um Healing is his will. Um, I'm praying for you all today. Would you all help me today to persevere and to press into the very presence of God? We need God. Father, we need you. Our prayer list is long. The needs are great. God, you said that um, you are a burden bearer, 
Father, we come to you because, Lord, we have much to lay at your feet. We thank you for giving us access to your throne and giving us the ability and the um, mindset to know that we need you as our source. Our mamas taught us that you are a doctor who has never lost a patient. Our dads taught us that you are a lawyer who's never lost a case. We've learned through our own experiences that you are a heavy load sharer. That, Lord, you are a burden bearer. We've learned, God, over our years of keeping the faith that you are bridge over troubled waters. God, we've learned over the years how you are bred in a starving land and water when we are thirsty. God, we've learned some things. And even in this year of unlimited possibilities where you're calling us to reset, we know, God, that you're calling us to come back to and to go back to the original. And so, Father, we want to pause to tell you that, Lord, we've not done all that you've told us to, so please forgive us. Please forgive us for how we have gone astray. But in this year of resetting, God, we are resetting back to what we, in fact, believe you are calling us to. God, we thank you that we've come to know through your word that faith requires us remembering what brought us to faith in the first place. God, when we remember what you've done for us and how you saved us, it reignites that fire in us, God. God, we, we know that keeping the faith requires the love of truth and a commitment to your word. So, Lord, we thank you for that word. We also know, God, that keeping the faith involves us growing in your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, that he's the author of our faith, that he's the perfecter of our faith, and that he's the source of our faith. We thank you today. Now, Lord, I ask that you would, in fact, receive our prayer, receive our requests, those that we're interceding on behalf of. God, receive it now. Bless and keep us. For every name I didn't call that I should have called, and for every name I didn't know to call but you know about, I'm praying, God, even for them, for persons on this call, for their family that they're connected to, God, continue to put a hedge of protection around them. God, we need you. We need you. God, hear our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the people of God said amen. Hey, listen, my brothers and sisters, let me thank you so very much for your time and for your presence and certainly for your patience. I do ask that you would um, continue to be steadfast in your faith. Now, on your mark, get set. Let's continue to grow. Have a great day on purpose. And know that I love you all much. <laughs>